Hello, and welcome to another episode of Meet Me in the Middle. Today, we talk about college football. Whoa, whoa, Xander, I'm going to stop you there. Then we talk about Indy 11. Xander, I'm going to stop you there. Okay, why? Because we've got a special guest coming in late in the podcast. Nick Fadley makes his triumphant return. He's been freed. We did it, folks. Hashtag free Nick. He's back. He makes an appearance later in the episode. So if you want that, go to about the 55-minute mark. Before that, we talk about like football and Mostly a little bit football. of soccer. But it's mainly football. So we enjoy do. yourself. Before we do that, though, Hunter, I got something to do. I'm sorry to cut you off so abruptly and definitely not because we recorded these at separate times. First, I got to tell the people about our Patreon at patreon.com slash MMITM. There you can skip all this stuff that I'm talking about right now called an advertisement. Advertisement. Those are not present on our Patreon at patreon.com slash MMITM. $1 a month, you get access to those ad-free episodes. $5 a month, that bumps you up to another tier. On that second tier, you get your name on our website, on the Wall of Buddies. It's a pretty fun thing that no one is taking advantage of right now. I don't get why. I don't get it. Why? Why? Um, it's, I understand. I get it. It's fine. But for $20... This one. This one's cool. You can join on the website. Plus, a t-shirt every month. Special made for you by us here at Me, Me in the Middle. Special merch, special gear available only to people who are currently uh, in that t-shirt club. $100 a month, you stay in that t-shirt club, but you also get a shout-out in an episode that goes out across the entire world. Anybody in the world could hear that at any time. So, you got to make sure that anybody in the world would want to hear that. That's just a hint. From me to you, my hopeful future patron. Uh, yeah, future patron. That'd be great. Let's get in the show now. Welcome to another episode of Meet Me in the Middle. Guess what, guys? Back in the studio. Are we? Yes, we are. It's obvious. Yeah, we are. You don't sound like a dumb robot anymore. You're a dumb robot. No, 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 no. You, no, no, you're a puppet. I have feelings. You're a puppet. I have emotions. I'm a real boy. Mm, whatever. Yeah, Maybe you whatever, want to think, man. Because I'm right. Mm. Okay, so it's been – we haven't – you haven't heard from us since Monday, so uh, there's a whole lot of stuff to talk about, obviously, because it's Sunday now, Sunday night. We we, we were going to watch some of the Monday night fo- Sunday night football game, but the Ravens look like they're running away with it. Of course, we'll probably end up being wrong about that, and it'll come back and be an interesting game, but for now – No, like, no way. I don't want to watch it. No way. I don't want to watch it. Not going to be a game. Um, Joe Flacco, elite. Joe Flacco is a guy with good wide receivers now. He's got good wide receivers. Got a good arm. He's got a steady aim. Arm. He uh he he's he good plays facial for hair. The Ravens. Good facial hair. Sure. Why not? Better than yours. Not as good as mine. Whoa. Wow. I recently got told I look like the guy from Hunger Games. Which which one? There are so many characters. The guy with the crazy beard design. Because it the, stops right here. Oh. Yeah. Oh, that guy. Sorry, I was thinking of the other one. No, not Snow. What's his name? President Snow? Yeah. Emperor wow. Snow. Nope. President Snow. There you go. I got it right. 
Yeah, you barely got it right. All right. Well, there was a lot of football that went on yesterday as well as today, and we're going to cover some of that right now. Talk about college football, obviously. I mean, I would love to talk about some of the soccer matches, but that's for that's for tomorrow, probably. What's tomorrow? Uh, probably a meet me. An FBR cast, FBR, football review, the better of the two pods. Wow. Guess who hosts that one? That's right. Throwing hands at me right now. Figurative hands, I guess. No, literal. Um, what do you, what do you, there's some notable results from today. Uh, Michigan barely beating Northwestern. Yeah. Fourth quarter touchdown. I I guess it it was an impressive come from behind victory at Northwestern, but still not looking like a top form team there, Michigan. Uh, Kentucky undefeated still in football. What is going on there? Uh, they're pretty good. Texas. Have you watched them at all? No. Why would no, I watch them at all? Because they're undefeated and pretty good. Yeah, I guess I'll probably have to watch them next week. But I mean, I'm not gonna. I'm gonna put that off as long as possible. Hater. Texas barely escaped Kansas State. Well, I mean, they they went up 19-0 at the half, and then they gave up 14 unanswered second half points. So I don't know if you can fully say that it was. Uh, well, the close, offense decided not to come out at half. Well, the offense barely. I mean, 19 points isn't really something to write home. Yeah, about, but I mean, so. when you're up 19-0. And you don't score again. Yeah, the offense didn't show back yeah, up. That's tough. Um, let's see. What else do we have? Oh, yeah. Duke. Duke lost to Virginia Tech. Virginia Got Tech's not bad, it. though. I know, but they still, like, 31 7, 31 14 is not a good result. Yeah. It's not a good Quit saying result. This is I'm soccer. Gonna, I'm, I am. I am. Mississippi State got taken out by Florida. Yeah, watch that. Great game. Way to go, Florida. Great game for you to watch, right? No. Really boring game. Oh, yeah? Yeah. But way to go, Florida. Good job, Florida. West Virginia. Now, the scoreline for the West Virginia-Texas Tech game was pretty uh, was much further apart than you would have thought originally, but Texas Tech got within spitting range there at the end. After dropping, you know, they dropped 35 points in the first half. Texas, yeah. uh, West Virginia, Will Greer. Well, it turns Will, out, Will you know, Greer. a team that got outscored by Ole Miss, you know, turns out not that good. Turns Texas out Tech. not that good. Washington smothered BYU. Yeah, BYU definitely not going to be ranked next week. Yeah, that's going to be that's rough for them. I mean, thirty-five to seven. They scored in the fourth quarter. You scored in garbage time. I mean, that's what happened. You scored in garbage time when Washington's like, okay, okay, fine. Goose egging you is a little much. Yeah, got to be nice to those Mormons. Uh, let's see what we got here. Oh, well, Notre Dame, I guess, might be legit. I don't want to uh, say that. I, I just don't. I don't want to say that, but they manhandled Stanford. Yeah. Stanford Man- just couldn't get it going. No, they just, nothing was happening. For, nothing was working. I don't want to say Notre Dame's for real because well, it's so annoying. Here, here's what it looks like from someone who's a real football fan, SEC. Uh-huh. Uh, it's just going to be the same thing that happened the year that Manti Teo was big. They have a big year. Everyone praises yeah. them, and then they play a real man's team, and yep. they get slaughtered. Just smoked. Yep. They also apparently had four home games, so that helps. Yep. It Especially, helps when you play all your games early and at home. Right. It makes you look really good, and then you can just coast. Nothing like Stanford traveling halfway across the country to play in basically Chicago. Basically. It's um, pretty. Much, it's like 30 minutes from Chicago. No, I'm saying, yeah, basically yeah. Chicago. When you uh, think of Notre Dame, you don't think of Indiana. Well, you it's, think, it's, eh, they're up there. Notre Dame has to play all their games early, of course, because they don't have a conference. So they don't they don't have, like, their, the rest of their schedule is against non-conference opponents. I guess all of them are. But well, they are because they, they're independent. Yeah, exactly. So they get, 
they get to make whatever schedule they want. It's basically just an assortment of quote unquote rival rivalry games. Just people they schedule every year. Well, they play what they do well is they schedule teams that look good. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, they'll be like four and four by the time they play them, right? Or maybe five and three, and then they'll beat them and be like, "Yeah, that was a big win." It's like, okay, yeah, but look big who they win. played before that, like big Presbyterian, win. right? Oklahoma put up 66 on Baylor. I mean, 99 cl- points scored in that game. Classic Big, big 12, 12 football. Classic yeah. Big 12 football. A lot of a lot of points to be had. Uh, we'll skip over that one. No, now, Ole Miss big, got embarrassed. I mean, it's two top five opponents in in a row, so it's rough. It's a rough. It's a rough chunk. Not of schedule. in a row. We played Kent State last week. Oh, okay. But we beat them, obviously. Right. It's just one of those years where Ole Miss is probably going to beat the teams they're supposed to, but get slaughtered with any team with a number in front of them. Right. So, but LSU's not well, bad. I don't want to say they're legit. Right. Because you don't believe in Coach O. Well, I tried to at one point in my life, oh, you yeah. know, when he was coaching Ole right, Miss and right. won like eight games in three years. There you go. Kind of tough to support that. Oh. It's like a drug addiction, man. You can't support it, but you just, mm-hmm. you, you got to watch to see what happens. We'll come back to this one in a second. Uh, Clemson, you know, you don't have to say that. <laughs> I'm, I'm just letting you know. I know. I'm just saying, I'll say it on the pod. Because they don't know that we're scrolling through the ESPN list. Hey, listen, we're 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 covering what we need to cover. Uh, Clemson barely squeaked by Syracuse after their crazy quarterback controversy, and of course, their preferred quarterback getting knocked out in the first half with it. Wasn't it a concussion? Yeah, it was. Well, yeah. concussion-like symptoms. You so know, it's a concussion. What they say. So it's so that they don't have to say, "Yeah, he's got a concussion." Yep. He's a got the concussion. Little known fact: Clemson only has Italian uh, medical people hey he's got the concussion is that true oh yes okay i they, didn't know they, that they farm everything out to uh actually they're from the vatican oh it's weird it is weird it's weird i don't i don't you're think really, really you're really playing this one out mm-hmm. all yeah. the way you got to commit to the bit um, <laughs> i think there's a point when you go you know what <laughs> not going well no it's it's done all right good i'm glad but they got away i they'll probably drop in rankings even though they won just because like now you know how they love clemson it's like yeah. of Ohio State, like they're definitely going to go up somehow because they barely beat Penn State. Well, that was a, well. At least that was like a good game. Well, Ohio State came back, but Penn State, I mean, kept it going. I mean, they equaled them in the the uh, fourth, but mm-hmm. you know, Penn State just couldn't get it done in Happy Valley. In Happy Valley. It was a really impressive crowd. Whiteout, hundred and three thousand. Yeah, a whiteout crowd with all those white pom poms. It was intimidating through the television. I think you just television. described Pennsylvania as a whole. Whiteout across the state. <laughs> no, Constantly. They've got both Philadelphia and uh, Pittsburgh. So there's, Okay, that's being like Mississippi is Jackson. I mean, you could say it about any state, I'm pretty sure, except for the Dakotas. They don't have it. I would, yeah, I would think they probably... A lot, a lot of those Great Plains states... Not a lot. Yeah, I was like, gonna say Indiana doesn't, Wyoming, and then I thought, oh yeah, Gary. What is it? Why Wyoming with with all five hundred thousand people who live in this state or whatever it is? Dude, is that'd it? be a great place to go and just claim land. Just feel like no, you could probably do mine. it. You could probably go into their laws and say like, oh look, if I can claim land and not be challenged for twenty days, it's legally mine. It's legally mine. So I'm gonna go claim a half acre of some dude's land during the winter time. No, twenty no, no, days no, later, bib. Go it's big or my, go home. It's my land. 100 acres. That's right. It's, it's 
Just like far as the eye can see. Mine. That's right. I can, there's a good thing there's like a hill there and a hill there. So it's not a lot, but. Well, yeah. <laughs> and all the water's going to collect here and I'm going to have to have a houseboat so that when it rains a lot, I can still live still in it. Still pretty cool though. Hey. And then when like a hundred years when they, they're like, hey, why didn't we start stuff out here? And businesses are like, hey, we're coming out here. It's like, hey, I've got a hundred acres out there. When they invent a new type of oil drilling. That, yeah. And you go down and you can penetrate, you know, I don't know. Really deep. I think they already go multiple miles. That was really scientific of you. I just don't know how Drill deep oil really wells deep. currently go. Oil but assume well, pretty far. They go really far. Yeah. I just don't know how far. So I can't say like they could go blah, blah, blah deep because I have I don't have a point of comparison. You should have done I mean? your homework before this. I should. I really just, should have researched modern oil derricks to yeah. see how how deep they go, or if they even use oil derricks anymore. I'm sure someone does. They do in Texas because, you know, you drive through Texas and you just see the... I actually have never driven through Texas. You've never driven through Texas? No, I went there when I was really young to Dallas. That was it. Dallas, Texas. That's one of them. Te- well, one, one, one of what? One of Texas cities. One of the places Yeah, in I Texas. know. That's why I said it. <laughs> I didn't just say... Jeez. Um, where are we right now? Uh, in your house. Listen, I know. I was talking the time-wise... Any other big highlights from... I mean, Alabama won, obviously. They played Louisiana, the Raging Cajuns. Yeah, Georgia took care of Tennessee, blah, 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 blah. Anything else you want to hit from the weekend of uh, college football? Not really. Yeah. Not really. I can talk about the Indy 11 game, or should I save that for FBR? You should do it now. I should do it now? You should do it now. I'll do it now. I went to... uh, We got credentialed... Well, Meet Me in the Mill got credentialed for the Indy 11 match which is the, our local USL soccer team. Uh, if you follow us on Instagram then and on, or on Facebook, you saw all the pictures. Um, it was actually a really good match. I was not – we looked much better than I thought we would, really. Because, like, you know, it's a USL side, so you don't expect much. But the ball movement was actually really good in the first half, and I, I thought it had a very uh, – they were a little compact, but that field there in Lucas Oil is so big. You it's know, a weird looking stadium. It, the, the setup's weird too because they they put the goal on the back of one end zone, and then on the front of the other. I don't know why you don't just go even. It's like middle of the end zone, middle of the end zone. You know, you make too much sense. I know. It's. I've told you how I feel about that club. Yes. No. It doesn't make a lot the of most sense. Misleading thing is they say there were like nine thousand attendants. That's a that's a lie. They sold 9,000-something tickets because they're season tickets. Yeah. But if there were 2,000 people at that stadium, I would be shocked. Because it's, it's, when they're all spread out, it's hard to totally enumerate them. But I can definitely tell the difference between like 1,500 and 9,000. And there were not 9,000 people there. Yeah. Now, the, the atmosphere was still good. The Brickyard Battalion, they really they're, – they're a noisy bunch. They really uh, hit uh, – uh, uh, the Tetris theme song hard. I don't know if there's actually words to that or if you just go. That seems lame. It was, I mean, the press box. Not it, you, but I'm saying that sounds lame. It was It was a good atmosphere. And we won 2-0, so that was good too. Well, there's a miracle on its own. Well, they, they did just get trounced by FC Cincinnati, the best team in the league. The team that's definitely going straight to MLS. Right, right. Because they're actually good and have like yeah. 40,000 fans a night. Right, yes. Yep. 
that. Because right. they're, wait, wait for it, a well-run club mm-hmm. that invests in not just, you know, one group of fans, but all of them. What? Yeah, crazy. The, I will say that the press box at Lucas Oil is not good for soccer. It is, it is all the way at the top of the stadium. It's great for football because you can see like the formations and everything. Well, yeah, because it's but, they it's never expected it right. to be there. But for soccer, like it's really hard to figure out who's doing what if you don't know like exactly who you're looking at. Yeah, because you can't read the numbers. From, you need binoculars, basically. Then who wants to watch a game through binoculars? I, definitely people. not me. And no dinner service, which was I was really banking on it. There was actually a salad set out for like 20 minutes. And I was like, should I get some salad? I'm like, no, they'll bring out some food. But then I heard a commotion, went up there. They'd taken away all the the hot plates. They'd taken away the salad. And I was just left there like, well, I guess I'll just eat my trail mix that I have in my backpack. Oh, you snuck in some trail mix? Nice. I didn't sneak it in. I just brought – well, I didn't enter through the media gate. So I actually wandered around the stadium for a long time. Hey, you know what you're supposed to do as a media member. Go through the... Yeah. Well, okay. They gave me parking. Thank you very much. It was very useful. South lot. The entrance for the media is on the northwest corner. So I would have... I walked... I would have to walk all the way around the stadium where I'd already picked up northeast corner. That's where I picked up my credential. Yeah. So I pick up my credential, northeast corner, drive to the south lot, park. Then they want me to walk all the way back up to the northwest corner to enter the media entrance. And I'm like, why can't I? Is there no other parking? I mean, should I have parked all the way over towards there? But I still, it's a huge stadium. So it's still good. It's a good clip. So I just entered at the South Gate because, like, why not? That's weird that they let you do it. Well, they didn't. It was, Usually they're pretty strict, but I yeah. guess they don't really care. No, I, I think that was probably more of what it was. So I walked around that stadium for like a good 15, 20 minutes trying to figure out how to get up to the press box when there's only one set of elevators. If you could imagine this right inside the media gate where you can get up to the press box. Crazy. 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 All in all, it was, it was fun. I mean, I got to go down. If I, if I were more inclined, I could have really like chatted with the, the Indy 11 players. Cause they, like they came out the, the two goal scorers, uh, Omet and, uh, 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 Collins, I think was his name. Sure, he's, a, he's a new striker. We just got him. He's uh, a, a Kiwi. Um, they were just like hanging out after they were done with their press conference. They were just chatting with people. So I, I could have followed one of them back to wherever he was going because he was just walking alone. And I was unsupervised totally. <laughs> That's how I got out on the field. I just like walked onto the field because no one was there to tell me no. I mean, they... They probably don't care. No, like there was so like I was one of six media members there, total. You could have done whatever you wanted. I, I could have gone to the press or the uh, concessions, and been like, "Hey, they told me." I mean, I I don't know why, but they told me because of media, I get free free no. drink and popcorn. Weird. I will, I will say that uh, there were other media members there. It was there was a a documentary crew from like Ball State or something. Good. Or WI, like they're working for WIPX, maybe. And boom goes dynamite. Ball State. Ball State. Exactly. And they're talking about how the Indy 11, like the documentary is how Indy 11 has affected soccer culture in Indiana. It hasn't. What? It hasn't. You mean more people watch IU college soccer matches than Because they're good? Yeah, because they're good. Because IU is really good? Mm hmm. I mean. 
obviously, I don't run the club, nor do I think I ever will. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, I've said it before. You know, to an extent, yes, it's awesome that they reach out to, like, the Hispanic culture of Indianapolis. But as, you know, a soccer fan, as a white dude, middle-class guy, there's a lot more middle-class white people who love soccer here, like, that would be willing to pay big bucks to go watch it. But they never know when the games are. Right. Because they don't ever, you know, they'll do, like, the events of, like, Come meet our striker. It's like, okay, who cares? Right. It's like, make can it watch worth it. Can we watch him score a goal first before we try to care about him yeah. as a person? Like, you've got to, like, and, you know, they could go to schools like Cathedral, Heritage, Christian, Park Tudor, up that way. Rich white kid schools. Rich white kid schools where they're going to be more likely to pay right. money right. to come see it. Where you could Instead def- of giving could discounted. See, where you could see the school's soccer team, like, having a night out at an yeah. Indy 11 match. I think they did that, but it's like a one-night thing, and the only people there were those schools. One of the problems is that because MLS and therefore every domestic soccer league has their schedules during the summer because they don't want to compete with any other sports, basically, aside from mid-season baseball. Uh, I guess in postseason because it's coming up, but eh, whatever. Then... It's there, there's not much school time when kids are in school and there's games going on. I mean, they've had the past couple months, but <clears throat> I mean, I mean, that's the thing that drives me nuts. though when I interned there, yeah, was they do a great job of one thing, and it's annoying people with ticket sales. Right. I mean, that's all I basically did was I was a marketing intern, right, and I basically made ticket sales calls, just trying to sell tickets. Yeah, or? trying to get season ticket sales. That's oh. like it. It's like, okay, that's great. But when I call someone and they have not even heard of the club because right. they responded positively to a Facebook ad like six months ago. Wow. I mean, that's kind of the stuff that's like cool. That's, that's real data mining there. I mean, not literally that, but I'm saying it, you've got to get people more invested in the club rather than uh, than just trying to force it down their throat. Right. Like FC Cincinnati does a great job of saying, hey, you know, we've got a professional soccer team in town. Mm-hmm. We may not be the greatest yet, but, you know, we're going to do all these giveaways. We're going to get you involved. You know, come support us on our quest for MLS. Okay. Indy 11 came in and said, well, we're in Indianapolis. We're going to apply for MLS right away. Okay, great. But no one's supporting you. Right. Like, I'm a big soccer fan. I watch EPL all weekend. I watch Champions League during the week. But I don't care about Indy 11. I mean, it's just the way it is because there's no reason for me to go out of my way to watch their game when they've made zero effort to make it something worthwhile. Like, you've got to put more time and effort into the community, you know, not just downtown Indy. Right. Where... I mean, let's be real. If you're really from Indianapolis, you're downtown in downtown Indy either for work or some kind of game. Right. That's it. Or, you know, maybe the mall. Out. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. Right. It's like most people try to or avoid downtown Indy. Most of the people live up north. Yeah. Like they're living in Fishers, Carmel, Westfield. Well, they, they don't live inside 465. It, well, that's what I'm saying is they act like they do. So that's where they do all their work. Right. And it's like, Cool. Yes, there is. They are building a lot of residential places in downtown, but 
they're currently building them. Yeah. You know, the population isn't there yet. I don't really have the desire to live downtown. No, it's it's too expensive. It's too too expensive. expensive. And I mean, I just don't like it. Their ticket prices are good. That is one thing they have going for them. Because it's what, like $10, right? No, it's like 25 bucks a game. What? Really? I mean, you can get them for like $10 online. But I mean, they're trying to sell like terrible tickets for like 50 bucks. That's too much. Yeah. It's all too much. It's just, it's a, it's a mess. And the problem is, is that it's been a mess since they became a club. Mm. They've tried to force the issue too much where I guarantee you they lost a lot of fans as soon as the MLS bid was rejected. Right. Because they did it too early. Yeah. Twice. Remember when they did it the first time trying to build a big stadium that no one wanted? Right. And then they were like, well, we'll just play in Lucas Oil while trying to get another stadium approved. Well, where are you going to put it? Who's going to pay for it? I mean, Indianapolis just got done paying for the Colts mm-hmm. stadium, which, which is useful and attached to the great convention place. center and used for all sorts of things. And yeah, I mean, it's already hosted a Super Bowl and it's an NFL. And we're not talking right. semi-pro here. Right. We're not talking USL soccer, right. talking NFL team. Now, if, if when, excuse me, when HQ two for Amazon gets announced as DC and not Indianapolis, what may come available is that big stamping plant that's right across the river from Indianapolis and right south of of the zoo. Yeah, that could be a good spot for a stadium or convention. It's not going to get approved, but it'll, it'll as long as they're like swinging for the fences and trying to get a huge stadium, it's not going to happen. We've talked about this something akin to the the Brighton Hove Albion Stadium would just work twenty thousand, but, but something oh, we need. but less than that. You know, yeah. You don't need thirty five thousand. You need twenty thousand. You need where you were already playing at at the the what, Ralph. No, they do not need in the IUPUI Stadium. Something no, better. That place was trash. Something better, but that how big is that one? I don't know. Something I don't know. Like twenty. We're talking like twenty thousand seats. That's what you need. Maybe some. Maybe a possibility for expansion later on. You can add a deck or something. But at the beginning, try selling it out before you try to over, outgrow yourself. Well, that's what I been saying yeah, for years no. is they're trying to outgrow themselves without doing any of the work right they're so, trying to build for a capacity that they're not going to reach for a couple of years like why move to lucas oil it really it doesn't it the i optics, understand it sounds good you, you've talked about this before the optics are bad when you play there yeah because if if you're there yourself you know that no one sits behind the cameras yep no one sits on the close side of the field that's all closed they try to keep everybody down. They try to compact everybody so it looks like there's a ton of people there, but there's not. Now, if they can play like they did against the Rowdies on Wednesday night, like I watched, yeah, that was a good team. Like they looked good. But well, the question is, can the Rowdies aren't in playoff? They're in playoff contention, but not in playoff place. Can they play well against better sides? And they just lost three to zero. Granted, in Cincinnati. So that's going to be tough because they have a very good atmosphere there because, like you said, they're one, the best team in our division, probably in USL. And second, they sell out almost every night. Yeah. And it was a Saturday night. I think, I mean, I don't mean to be the guy that just disses Indy 11 because obviously I would like the club to grow. You diss it because you care. You want to have a side to root for here. Well, I would like to have the hometown team be good and make a name for itself. However, I mean, and this is my big big thing is when we talk Indy 11 in Nashville, Tennessee, no one knows what we're talking about. 
I mean, they ask me where it is, even the name Indy 11. Right. Okay. But if you mention Nashville Soccer Club up here, people know who that is because they've already done a good job of making a name for themselves and they got a good plan approved to go to MLS because they said, hey, Nashville's booming right now. We could take advantage of this. But it, and they did it and they weren't, they didn't have to wait. But it just, it ticks me off that the brand recognition is so low. Mm-hmm. But they seem to ignore that, and they try and make it specifically on ticket sales. I know. The sad thing is that their brand recognition is so long, but their branding itself is pretty good. Like, they have a great crest. They've got good jerseys. Their sponsor isn't silly. It's a Honda sponsor, so it looks pretty good. And it's a good name, I think. Like, it's better than some other ones. Still, we're we're always going to be disappointed that it wasn't Circle City FC. Circle City FC would have been the best. Would have been the best. Would have been Circle City FC. Just sounds so cool. Does, even though I don't think anyone would know where it is. Same crest, and would even the crest would have made even more sense if you were Circle City FC because guess what's in the circle, the Soldiers and Sailors Monument, which is on the crest. Yep. So could have been really cool. Now, if they made it into MLS, maybe they'll rebrand as Circle City FC. Not going to happen. Not going to happen. If they were to do something like that, there would be Circle City SC, soccer club. They wouldn't do football club. Yeah, true. Which is fine, I guess. I mean, it is soccer here. As much as we call it football in the other podcast, it is still soccer. Okay, well, uh, we got off on a little tangent there. I'm Uh, upset. We're we're probably going to be at the the game next Saturday. We're going to try. I mean, we got proof for this one. We'll probably get proof of that one. I hope so. Be my one article, of the seven you know, people check there? Out, check out my article on meetmeinthemill.co. Uh, it's a match report. It, it goes into depth about what happened and what we need to do going forward uh, in the rest of the season. Not not as far forward as we were talking about just now. That was future. This one is like the next few games. Oh. Yeah. We'll be right back with football. More football. Football talk. Of a different sort. Football talk. All right, guys, I'm going to do something that's a bit off of my normal ad. I'm just going to do, I'm going to do a straight ad read. I'm not going to try to improv. I'm not going to try to ad lib. I'm not going to try to make this interesting. I just want to, I just want to see what it feels like to do a straight through ad read. So if you could bear with me while I do this, it'd be great. I just want to, for, for my own personal edification. All right. WordPress.com. It's the best place to get your website made. Their mission is to democratize publishing one website at a time, and they accomplish that through a variety of sources. They have a free and open source platform that is currently powering 28% of the internet. So you can get on there and start a blog or a website in seconds without any technical knowledge, without any technical know-how, any sort of technological Luddite could get on there and figure out how to make that. Oh, shoot. Dang it. That was improv. Okay. Let me get back to that. Okay. There are now 409 million people viewing 15.5 billion pages each month. And with a constantly updated and almost uh, quotidian update, they are currently making the process platform much, much better for you and for all of your viewers. Developing services like Gravatar, SimpleNote, Naskamet, and anti-spam software to enhance your web experience. They have upgrades available with more services like custom domains, SEO help, and design help. That means that you could get on there and have somebody help you make the website the way that you want it. 
So whether you're a website owner or a blogger, WordPress would love to become your home on the internet for free today. Upgrades are available though. All right, so NFL time. NFL time. Uh, normally, we like to come in and make our predictions before we do it, but uh, we didn't do that this week. For I don't think we did it last week either. I, I think, think we did so. it about the same time two weeks ago. I don't. I don't remember really. Um, anyways, we won't go through. We'll, we'll say who we picked as we go through the games that we're talking about, but uh, we're not going to just read it off up. I'll, read it all off up top. No, no, no. Because that would be silly. That'd be silly. All right. So, uh, do you want to talk about how good the Rams are? Uh, Rams, real good. The Rams equal really good. Does that help you out? Just saying Rams I mean, equal real good? The Vikings, I, you guys might remember this, but I certainly do. For some reason, in my preseason picks, I picked them to go undefeated. Yeah, we were not by you. Not by choice. Not by choice. It was weird just my choice. by you. Um, but the Rams, the Rams seriously, I mean, Jared Goff, look, listen to these numbers, 26 of 33, 465 yards and five touchdowns. He had, I mean, what? He had two more incompletions than touchdowns in the game. That sounds okay. That sounds like an okay night. Yeah, I suppose. it's all right. They did, they did almost give it up in the end. I mean, it was 38, 31, but still like they were, they were pretty, pretty solid. Uh, and we actually both picked that one correctly. Uh, yeah, because I've been right a ton. You, you know, you your out. picks are actually pretty good. I'm blowing you out, yeah. bro. I, I think I got some help this week, but uh, in the end, it may not end up being much at all. Now, let's get to a very disappointing game. So, the Colts are bad. I told you. Andrew, Andrew Luck is playing with a worse team than, I think, well, I don't know. Oh, some, here some we Peyton go. Man- some Peyton Manning years were pretty early years were pretty bad. But this is the weird thing is our secondary is now worse than our defensive line stopping the run and we can just get shredded through the air, which is something that we're that is not typical for the Colts. I've got a bold prediction for you. What is it? Andrew Luck is going to break the uh, all-time attempts record for a season. He, I mean, he's thrown 62 times today, 63 times a day. There were 52 the other night. Yeah. It's throwing the ball way too much. I I know it's because for a guy with a hurt shoulder. That's pretty nuts to just kind of throw him out there like that. Now he, I mean, he's, it was, he was 40 and 62, which is a lot. It's a lot of throwing. It's also pretty good for throwing 62 times. Yes. No, normally you see that and you're like 35 and 62. And I mean, that's not much. If, if that, if that, if that. The Colts, we went into overtime. We took the Texans to overtime. We gave them their first win. It was almost a tie, um, but it Bummer. wasn't. Okay, so in the booth and during the game, they were tearing Frank Reich a new one for going for it on fourth and four from our 40-something with like 40 seconds left in overtime. But you are you really saying you want Frank Reich to play for the tie? At that point, you play to tie the game. No, no, no. That's not what the quote is. Oh, I, I brought this bad. up. It's you play to win the game. I I've wanted been living him to, my life wrong. I wanted him to go for that. I'm like, if you want, this was a very important game for the season. We almost won it coming back from 18 points down in the second half, which was impressive enough because we did not look good. Um, but in the end, we came up short. Once again, the saving grace of the Colts is their their division. 
Yep. I mean, the Texans won today, but it's only like Titans somehow. won too. That's what I meant. The Titans won today. And it was really weird. So does Jacksonville. But none of them are running away with it. I think the Titans are 3-1, and one, but they can fall back to earth very easily. Yeah, they are. Um, the Jags are also 3-1, and one, so they might they might run away with it a little bit. But, you know, we still have two games against both of those teams. You yep. beat them both times, and there goes that two-game that two game differential for those two teams. Well, it's just your classic, it's too early to tell. You know, I know, and the in the margin of loss for the Colts, except for one game, is a single score. Like they were in all those games. Well, you know, it almost falls into the category. I know different comparison, but uh, the year Ole Miss went, I think, ended up ten and three. Yeah, or ten and four. Sorry, in their uh, no, no, it's ten and three, right? Yeah, because they played twelve and then the bowl game. Uh, they had a com- Ole Miss had a combined loss uh, score of like fifteen or something weird, yeah. and it's it's just one of those things like what if? It's, but, well, two of the games, well, three of the games now we could have won if one play had gone differently. Yeah, it's just tough to like. I always hate when you're four games in and yeah. you're already saying a, like not you, but you know people are saying like a season's done or a team's out of it. It's like okay. How many times have we seen a team start like one and three and then end up like with five losses? Going into the fourth quarter, if that game didn't, if we didn't come in, come back and get to overtime, I think the season was done. But we showed enough grit pulling it out to overtime and and keeping it that close to a team that was playing better than us that there, there's still life in the season. I mean, it's, it's still first it's year. It's still tough to say the season's done four games in. Season's done four. We can't say that. And we we're, we have a really home-heavy back end. Because right yeah. now, we've this was our first home first home game? I think second. it was a second home game. Lost them both. But we're not home next week or the week after that. Our next home game is three weeks down the road. Yeah. So it's really – and that comes into play. I mean, that's really helpful, but uh, – uh, Right now, it's it's just tough because they are one and three. Speaking of calling it too early, is the Dolphins murdered? They got murdered by the yep. Patriots. It was which was great because I picked the Dolphins. I picked the I picked the Patriots because you're they're in Foxborough. Like you got to give them at least an extra twelve points. Well, that second quarter was great for me. <laughs> yeah, when when you get. Uh, when you get the Patriots dropping twenty one points in the second quarter alone. I mean, the Dolphins didn't even score till the fourth. No, and that what like the other game, it was a mercy. It was a mercy that they gave him a touchdown in the in the in the last quarter. You know who's really. not er- too early to call? What Jaguars? They're pretty good. Jaguars. I mean, if Blake Bortles cannot throw interceptions, they're going to be tough to beat. Now it does help that they're playing Thanks, the John Jets. Madden. <laughs> it helps that the, they were playing the Jets, who are not good. Jets are not good. Uh, Sam Darnold is a rookie. Looks like it. I, we both picked that one right, though. We both picked the ja- uh, the Jags in that one. I picked New England, as I said. Um, now, one game that did surprise us was the Eagles and Titans. I mean, th- I don't know how the Eagles let this one get away from them. They should have won. It's like uh, a different podcast said that uh, Carson Wentz, not ready. Yeah. Yeah. And it's become abundantly clear he's well, definitely not. You know, Deshaun Watson didn't look ready until the game against the Colts, really. Yeah. I mean, it's tough coming back from an injury like that 
And then yep. being 100% this early, because, I mean, he did it, what, kind of midseason last year? Yeah, I think he got five games in. I mean, so we're talking less than a year later, he's playing full contact football again. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Like, and I know that, you know, everyone recovers differently, but I mean, that as someone with an ACL injury, I mean, I'm not, I can walk and stuff, but I'm not going to be back to quote unquote full health for another few months. And even then it's a right. slow build. Right. And so seeing someone and he's trying to play professional, yeah, professional sports. football as a quarterback where you're planting your foot and running all the time. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's just, it it's you don't wish it upon him. You obviously hope that his career doesn't end up like RG threes, right? But you can't force coming back, and I think nope. that maybe he has. So you hope for the best for him, but I think he came back too early. Mm-hmm. It probably so. I mean, I, Nick Foles wasn't playing poorly either, so they didn't need. Well, to Nick bring Foles him back. won the Super Bowl, right? So. It's it's tough to take a guy out who won you a Super Bowl mm-hmm. and arguably played as good, if not better, than you when he came in. I mean, you're right. So uh, the Bills are, came back down to earth this week. Uh, they got blanked by the Packers somehow. I don't even know that. I was playing the Packers defenses in both of my games, and the Packers defenses got like 20 points. Whoa! Fantasy alert. Yeah, I I am getting crushed in fantasy. Do you know why? Because I had multiple players leave games early. I won today and didn't have a running back. I had Gronk get out early. I had Matt Fitzpatrick, let's go to that game, get benched at half. Ryan, you've called him I, Matt three weeks. Shout out, Matt. Good old Matt Fitzpatrick. Three weeks in a row. Yeah. it's. I mean, it didn't really matter at all because uh, Mitchell Trubitsky got himself six TD throws. And they were winning just really – it was really – Unnecessary. Thirty-eight to three at the half. No, think about this though. Ready? He had nineteen completions. Only thirteen were not touchdowns. Those we're we're getting some crazy QB stats yeah. this week. He threw thirteen times that that completed a pass that did not end up in a score. That's crazy. I just want to do this real quick. Yeah, nope, that's wrong. That seems wrong. I don't know what you're doing, but that seems wrong. He his he got eighteen and a half yards per completion, basically. That's pretty good, I guess. I guess it's okay if you want to win the game. He was also their leading rusher. Always good. <laughs> Always good. Uh, but yeah, they benched Ryan Fitzpatrick. There you go. At the half for uh, uh, what's his face, Jameis Winston, Jamez. who it's came Jameis. in and played no better. Well, yeah, Jameis Winston is garbage. He threw two interceptions. Uh, Fitzpatrick only threw one, I believe. So he may get his job back. Who knows? Who knows? Uh, how about the Bears, though? The Bears? They're looking pretty good. They're looking. I mean, they should have won that game against the Packers if, uh, you know, rules were followed in the in the, in the Packers locker room as, as far as uh, painkillers are concerned. Whoa. My knee. Um, but they didn't. So... We'll see how they end up the rest of the season. The rematch will be coming up here. I don't know. I don't know everybody's schedule. Well, the thing with the Bears that just like Trubisky has been better than what people thought. Right. But also Cleo Mack. Turns out Cleo Mack pretty good. Cleo Mack has made a huge <laughs> difference. What, it's his fourth game in a row with a, a fumble? 
Yeah. Forcing a fumble, which is crazy. So I'm RIP John Gruden, who yeah. lost his job as soon as he traded him. However, they did win today. Which is, I mean, okay. One of the craziest games of the weekend here. Okay, but they, I mean this out of respect for my entire childhood. Uh, they played the Browns. The Browns really the have Browns. only recently, like in the last week, become something we like. You feel bad for Baker in this one. Uh, because he helped the team score 42 points he and lost. He scored 42 points in the game, and his defense gave up half of that in one quarter. I mean, that's what I'm saying. It's like people are going to look and go, well, Baker can't win. Uh, guys, Baker helped the team score 42 points. Yeah. And they lost. Just because his defense gave up 42 in regular and then another one, uh, another three in, in I mean, overtime. 21 in the fourth, though, alone. 21 in the fourth, is that's going to be a tough pill to swallow for uh, for old Hubie. Well, Hugh Jackson is Not Hubie the, Brown. Hubie Brown? Not Hubie The old Brown. Grizzlies coach? Yeah, the old, yeah, old man. Who still does commentary he, after he said he, he was... He looks like a, a, uh, a He mummy. looks like an He looks old, like a mummy. He does. He looks like an old retired football coach who, or basketball coach who just can't realize his career is done. But, you know, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. Whatever, man. Uh, The Seahawks escaped the Cardinals. Uh, I don't know how the Cardinals were in this game. Cardinals are bad. The Cardinals are very bad. I guess the Seahawks aren't good. I mean, they needed Fat Man Sebastian Janikowski to kick a 52-yard uh, game winner. Earl Thomas fractured his leg, so and he's probably done. Off flipped his own flipped, team off. Well, he flipped his own team off. That's what they said the in the direction of the uh, Seahawks bench. So, Whoopsies. Well, I mean, who cares at that point? Right, seriously. <laughs> I mean, your, your season's over, and he already wanted to be traded. So That's right. Your Aints uh, went ahead and continued to bury the Giants. Yeah, that's right. Let's go Saints. In the clean color Alvin, rush white jersey, they were nice. They were nice. We did, we did we forgot to mention that the uh, Alvin Packers Kamara's were good. in their were in their classic uh, yellow and blues. Those are dumb. You don't like them? No, they're pretty plain. They're pretty plain. They are plain. They're plain. Uh, Why are you guys wearing color rush on a Sunday? Because all our away jerseys are dark. Oh, okay. so we wore white. All right. But, uh, you know, here's, here's what I'm going to say. I'm going to defend my boy, Eli. He had a great game. Great. I mean, he, he out-quarterbacked Drew Brees somehow, I guess. Well, incompletions. I don't That's know. That's the I only reason he's on there. But he, he played a great game, but, you know, they just couldn't score. And the Saints offense is explosive as anyone in the league. So, Saints looking good. I think it's too early to count the Giants out. They've just got to figure out how to play football. Yeah. But you can't pin defense. that on anyone. So, uh, Let's see. Chargers s- escaped the Niners, barely. C.J. Bethard uh, actually played well, like surprisingly so. Well, he played last year a good bit, remember? Yeah, yeah before, so. they got Jim- well, uh, before they got Jimmy G, right? Yeah, Yeah, before they got Jimmy Garoppolo. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo. Whose ACL is also gone. It's true. Shout out. That is true. And the last game I think we are needing to talk about is this Bengals-Falcons game. I didn't watch it. The Bengals won by one point. Hooray. Julio Jones got 173 receiving yards. I think that's the headline coming out of this one. That's pretty good. On nine receptions. So 
It's a lot of the yards. No touchdowns, though. Would have loved to have a touchdown. He's is that the, really? That's what you're going to say is the headline? How about Tyler Eifert's gross injury? Oh, yeah, that's right. His ankle did get destroyed. No, that thing was gross. Yeah. Go ahead and look that one up. That's a fun one. No, it's it's pretty gross. Oh, and It's be- not. Okay. On a scale of one We're not talking, to Kevin uh, Ware yeah. from Louisville, it's about a six. On the scale of a quarterback hitting his hand on a on the helmet of a lineman and fracturing a finger to where, it's and number nine's like uh, Lattimore from South Carolina when yeah. he rolled over and his knee just kind of yeah, yeah. over yeah that was gross noise don't eat that that was kind of gross but yeah that's about a nine we should go through so we it's about make, a six we should, we should make up like what specific injury is for each number that would be fun anything with an ankle's gonna at least be a six we're, yeah we're talking above a five i don't know uh i don't know what specific i don't think it's a seven where's that eyeball one from the uh nba where that guy got swiped and his eyeball got kind of ripped no my favorite the his name was alan ray yeah. seriously villanova in like 2008 mm-hmm. i don't know why i remember this but he got poked in the eye and his eye fell out like you could see is uh yeah I think that's yeah. what I was talking about that was gross I think there may be one in the NBA that was back when like Kyle might. Lowry was what, on didn't that the guy team swipe at him and no 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 he just okay. poked him and that was then then I'm talking about a different eyeball one from, yeah. from basketball Mine he was missed he missed the steal and he poked his left eye and it just you could see it pop out stop making noises <laughs> they all make the same weird squishy noise and it's gross but uh, yeah no he his eyeball was out. That was it's no fun. That's up there as like I would never want that to happen to me. Right. But it's not like a Kevin Ware, I see your bone yeah, on national TV. Right. We're, ta- we're not talking about that or uh when uh uh, uh Paul George snapped his leg oh, on the stanchion yeah, or when Gordon Hayward snapped his leg That was gross. Those are those are all tens. That- the Gordon Hayward one is probably a 9-5 because the Kevin Ware yeah. one is way worse because you saw his bone. Well, you know, quick story. I was in the room after class my freshman year of college oh, when this gonna, happened. you going to dox me on this one? No, 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 no. Oh. Xander walks in right after it happens, and I'm just like pale-faced, shocked, and I go, Xander, Xander, you got to see this. No reaction to this. And, I mean, Xander oh. has no reaction. I thought I laughed. Yeah, which is... So wrong. Like a sociopath. Would but like, la- like not that. a sociopath. No. Yeah. Okay. Well, I was trying to help you. No, I know. You were trying not to say that I laughed out loud. At, at one of the grossest injuries I've ever seen. I think I was actually, I think I left the room for a bit because I was actually like angry at Xander's response. I have no, no connection to Kevin Ware. But like, I was just kind of angry. Like, how did he laugh at that? I would never want that to happen to me. Oh, I wouldn't want that to me either. That but- was gross. But you gotta laugh. No, you don't. <laughs> no, you uh, don't. Yeah. So remember how we said the Ravens had won the game. Yeah. It's tied nope, at halftime. It's tied. It's tied at halftime. Fourteen, fourteen. So we'll see what happens second half. I guess. Um. All right. Well, let's take another quick break, and we'll come back for just a little bit of something else. Oh. What about a podcast? If you all know one thing about me, it's that I have a favorite podcasting app. I, I've said it many, many times. In fact, I think I may have said it in basically every single episode that I've done ads on, possibly. But I use Stitcher Radio On Demand for my podcast listening pleasure. Recently, 
Now, this this may be new to you guys, but recently Stitcher went through a a huge overhaul and they updated all their user interfaces and things like that. It's much easier to find shows that you would want, like Meet Me in the Middle, which is always on there and available for you to listen to. You can find it at Stitcher.com or on all the app stores. You can find it for anything. It's a way that even you Android people, even you Pixel people, even you other people who don't have phones that are Apples can listen to podcasts and it's fantastic it's a free app that you can download at any time and anywhere so that you can listen anytime and anywhere with i might add no downloading no syncing and no wasted memory the fun the podcasts get on and they get off they get on they get off and then you have room for all your phone pictures and all your phone calls and all your phone texts and all your phone stuff that you like to do like games and things like that there are over 20,000 shows to view listen you don't view them you listen to them because they're podcasts i'm not grant i know that people don't watch podcasts they listen to them <laughs> i'm not i'm not grant here 20,000 shows all different sorts, news, entertainment, sports, any sort of podcast that you could want is on there. So search for podcasts today on Stitcher Radio On Demand for your iOS, Android, Nook, iPad, and it's even in car dashboard. So check that out. On demand and on the go. Stream your favorite podcasts on Stitcher today. Back from the break and ready to close out the show. About time. Ready to close out the show. It's about time. Got pipes. I got pipes. Yeah. Got pipes running through my house. I carry water. Sort of do. <laughs> You're right. It's not my house. I'll give you that. All right. We're going to do just like a real quick screenshot rundown. It's not a full one just because there's not a ton of them that we're going to go over. But uh, that's what it is. Yeah. Uh, I'll go first. Uh, Sharif O'Neal getting open heart surgery. Uh, gonna set out his freshman year at UCLA. This is, of course, Shaquille O'Neal's eldest son, who is quite good and was probably gonna be a, a draft pick next year. Was originally signed for Arizona before all the stuff came out. Yeah, all or, the sorry, sh- committed, and then he signed with UCLA. He was released because the FBI caught Archie Smith. Is that his name? Uh, no, not Smith. Archie. Um, Archie Diacono. Miller, because it's the uh, right. IU yep. coach's brother. Oh, is it really? That's good. That's good. Um, yeah, I mean, it, I don't know how much this will affect UCLA going for. I mean, I'm sure it will affect them somewhat because he was a big get for them. But uh, it's probably a good decision on his part. Probably. <laughs> Heart surgery? You think so? What? Yes, it was a good decision. All right, nice. For what heart surgery? Yes. That's why I was caught off guard of heart surgery is a good idea. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good idea. Usually when you need it, you need it. They don't just kind of throw that one out. You know what? I think you got a point there. Yeah. I think you got a point there. They usually don't just go, hey, heart surgery. Mm-hmm. Is that good? No. No, don't get elective heart surgery. What are you talking about? I'm just pre- like preemptively. Preemptively. Getting heart surgery just in case I need it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's it's elective. That's elective at that point. English. That's what I'm saying. That's my language. All right. I'll I'll go ahead and hit another one since you hated that one so much. I didn't hate it. No, you just I. It was my fault. It was my fault. I I take full responsibility. Uh, Juice said that he had to turn up the jugs machine because Baker Mayfield threw so hard. 
Juice? Yeah, OJ, Jarvis Landry. OJ Simpson? No, Jarvis oh. Landry. Bless him. Bless him. He had to turn up the jugs machine because Baker Mayfield threw so hard. Wait a minute. Guest caller. Oh, who is it? Yeah, he? guest caller. Hello. Hi, how's it going? Ladies and gentlemen, welcome Did Nick Fadley my brother that we're- to the call. Hashtag free Nick. I just wanted to, to drop in on my podcast. I've been letting uh, Xander and Hunter Guest oh. host it. I've got a lot of topics for tonight. I don't, I don't know where we are in the, in the pod like thus the, far, but we've got, uh, we're at the, very we've got end. The, the Triple G versus Canelo 2. That was a really probably the largest event on the sports calendar in August. If uh, you know, if we're being really honest, we had some uh, U.S. men's national team games that uh, that both Hunter uh, and Xander attended. Th- those are obviously a huge piece of the puzzle. Uh, it's kind of off cycle right now, but but getting those press passes is really clutch. And and we're right in the uh, in the heart of the NBA preseason. And LeBron, that's, LeBron know, just really, debuted for the Lakers. Yeah, watching that right now. So uh, there's really nothing else on the sports calendar. We're kind of in a dull moment, except for those uh, three specific things. So I figured we could probably hit those in this episode, and then obviously we'll get to uh, to our uh, everyone's favorite and I think all encompassing topic, which is ca- currently called Pado Beef. But as a special little treat, um, I've got uh, actually some alts for that. I, I did a quick rewrite. Uh, oh. Pato beef just really doesn't make any sense for a sports podcast. It's a pun on a thing that doesn't exist. So I have some alts, and I just wanted to go ahead and lead off the pod with with these alts for that. So is everyone ready? Oh, yeah, we're ready. Uh, okay. Okay, we've got the pod with three gripes. Uh, that's a reference to the three hosts and, uh, and Adidas. I think that works. Uh, we've got the gripe machine, which I like. Uh, Moan goal little uh, EPL on there off the troll posts a little bit of a stretch but I kind of like that one I, I, I much prefer the, the alt on that which is through the uptights I think that that's a real good a good uh, that's like three deep though we're going from pot okay. of beef to that to then that yeah uh, roll with the whiners this is in reference to uh, LeBron's hat from the NBA finals a couple of years ago wow uh, fail cut. Mary uh, for the NFL heads out there. Well, that's going to really affect our Catholic viewership. Ooh. Oh, yeah. well, sure. <laughs> I don't know what her goals were. Hopefully she feels like she accomplished them. You feel good uh, about that one? You, you, uh, grown in the towel. Uh, I'm a boxing boy, so that's that's a good one. Uh, that also sounds kind of oddly sexual. I wouldn't say oddly. I would say explicitly. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds explicitly. Um, we've got ready to grumble, which is I've probably been used many times, but but I do like. And uh, my I think my personal fave, um, you trying to get the gripe, which is a reference to Jr. Smith's infamous tweet, uh, which you all may not be. Uh, oh, we know NBA about fans. it. Oh, good. <laughs> when he texted, so, oh, he it, tweeted a seventeen-year-old girl, "You trying to get the pipe." Oh yeah, I actually Ooh. had to, I actually went back to the source material and found the original tweet. It's you trying to get the gripe is, is how it goes. You trying to get the gripe. Here's what's impressive: J.R. Smith didn't go with the uh, very colloquial and very common T R Y I N. He went with full the full trying. He, you Ooh, trying wow. to get the gripe. Good for him. I I thought it was impressive. Um, but I know that Xander's a stickler. 
he, he you know he's a bit he's a bit conservative a bit stuck in his ways um i have a hunch that he's not going to be moved by any of those and he's going to want to stick with pato beef um so xander you know i i know you're rolling your eyes right now you're 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 really not feeling this i got some where we can merge your um i think irresponsible and uh nonsensical title with an, a fitting title in sort of a portmanteau so i, I present to you specifically pato beef abdur rahim and float like a butterfly and sting like a pot of beef <laughs> Send a response. But, uh, um, Nick, thanks for calling in today. Uh, did, did you think that the decision on the Canelo, uh, the Canelo Triple G fight was fair? Uh, uh, okay, we'll, we'll save the pot of beef for, for the actual pot of beef section. But we'll, we'll, the, well, we're in it right one, now. No, we're, we're towards the end. We're, we're, uh, we're, the we're, first segment is uh, actually, as I said at the top, the first segment is Triple G versus Canelo. Um, Xander, thanks for the, the, the real... The, the smart uh, transition into the first topic. So, yeah, I, I want to First topic of the 54th minute, yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, I'm not in charge of how long the podcast is. Well, neither am I. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's my job. You got, like, maybe two more minutes. Wow, he got you on a timer of two minutes. All right. We'll see what one happens. One minute for topic number one, Triple G versus Canelo. It was a really good fight. It was a really good fight. I recommend anyone, if you have an hour sitting around, I'm sure it's on YouTube. Thanks to, you know, former Soviet countries that just upload everything to YouTube. Yeah. Uh, it, it was a, it was delightful. Canelo came out real hot. Um, I mean, physically, personally, emotionally. Like, he just, Whoa. he was looking good. He was fighting good. Uh, and Triple G looked old, frankly. It didn't look like you could touch him. Didn't look like he was making, he was really doing any damage. Uh, I gave, I would have given... Most of the first half of the fight to Canelo. He tired a little bit. Triple G took some punishment. Started boxing his way out a little bit. He was always, he was always using the jab. I think the jab started to wear, wear Canelo down. Uh, in the end, I think, I think two of the judges looked down at their scorecard, and I think they kind of subconsciously realized that if they gave the last round to Triple G, it was going to be another draw. And I think they just kind of made the gut decision that they felt like Canelo deserved to win. And I think they... Uh, they fudged it a little bit. Uh, the probably in my heart of hearts, I feel like a draw was the appropriate, um, the appropriate solution to that fight. Mm -hmm. But I think the framework was all Canelo, and I think when you go into a boxing match, the story is more important. It is a, it is an artful and storied history in boxing, and boxing is always about the story. And I think. Triple G should have known that he was not going to win with the story he told in that boxing match. Um, it's why I love it. But look, I don't come on this podcast to talk about sports. That's not, not what all. it's about. Not so you, you, I think you actually got your point across on what you talk about. You talk about how I don't run the podcast, right? You, you're trying to give me punch-ups. No, I, no I, my, my quibble is not with the podcast in, in general. My quibble is with the name Pado Beef, which you've made so <laughs> critical to your – to your podcast structure. It is a single segment. Nothing. It is a single segment in something larger called a segment segment. It is not critical at all. We haven't done a pot of beef in probably a month. And here we are. 
in the midst of a pot of beef. <laughs> You've got beef with each other. The, the problem is that that uh, your other topic that you're going to talk about, USMNT matches, first of all, I'm the only person who went to those. And second of all, we've covered those extensively in match reports and on the FBR cast. Well, second of all, I also got credentialized, so let's not you throw did, my got, game in dirt. You did credentialized to both and of third them. of all, I didn't watch any any of it, so I want to talk hey, about. Neither did I. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I want to talk about all the other things I did on those two that Tuesday and Friday. Well, let's okay. Let's keep it PG. Uh, no, I, I watched several R-rated movies actually. Oh, oh. no, I uh, that reminds me, I have a segment for Pato Beef, and this is called. Uh, this is our. Oh, there's not really a title for it, but I, I, here's what it is. I want to get everyone's. Um, we're gonna we're gonna implement Oscar's advanced stats. I, everyone knows what warp is, right? Wins over replacement player, wins above replacement player. It's a big MLB stat, it's a big baseball stat. Yeah, it's been incorporated as war into NBA. Um, I want to know who is the actor. Um, I use that gender neutral uh, with the highest warp, in your opinion. It's a nice. Cross entertainment sports little uh, little question there. Now, I feel like you might need to start getting genre specific with that because certain actors are more valuable in certain in certain movies, right? So I think in a generic wins over replacement actor Warpa, uh, I think Daniel Day Lewis is probably more irreplaceable than the next person. No, Brendan Fraser is my number one. <laughs> I stand by it. Brendan, Brendan Fraser, Fraser was... Brendan, who else could do George of the Jungle? Who else? And who else, any of the Mummy movies. Right, any of the three that Besides, he was in. Besides uh, Tom Cruise, who went back, who did literally oh, replace right. Brendan Ooh. Fraser and do a, a Mummy movie. But, did. but no one can replace Brendan Fraser. George of the Jungle throughout. No. no one can replace Brendan Fraser in Crash. Or in the Looney Tunes movie oh, that he's in. The one that no one watched. I watched it. Back, is that back in action? Looney Tunes I back in so. action? Oh, wow. That was a real failed reboot. That put yes. them a decade behind. Yep. It's not great. Name someone else who could put them that far back, though. I'll wait. Oh, I, I think I think he certainly has had one of the larger impacts. I yeah. think you may misunderstand how warp is supposed to be. No, it, no, no. I've got it backwards, which is number. fine. It should be a positive number. You've been looking at the negative number. He has the lowest. Warp. No one else could have made Encino Man. It's true. I think he's not bad in Encino Man, though, right? <laughs> I, it's impo- I think it's hard to be bad at playing a caveman. That's probably what it is. Wow. But then he went and played George of the Jungle. He got typecast as a caveman. <laughs> that's a tough. That's a tough. That's a that's, tough typecast. And then he did. Crash. He has a baby face. Nothing about him screams caveman. He doesn't have a baby face anymore. Have you seen him lately? No. Rough. Where have you seen him lately? The internet. Oh. I was gonna. Well, and he was. I guess that, he uh, works at Seven Eleven now. That sounds right. <laughs> All right, um, Xander, yours is Daniel Day-Lewis. You feel like he is so much better than all other t- capital A leading actors. He's better than Meryl Streep? I don't know. I don't know that Whoa. that's... He's thinking it over. You can't see that, but he is. I'm, I am thinking it over. 
This is a podcast. Warp is usually not particularly meaningful on the high end, right? LeBron doesn't normally lead in warp because of his minutes, because of his workload, because of the diminishing returns. It right. tends to be players who are able to function in specific roles and do things that are just significantly better than anybody else. That is why my answer is Tommy Lee Jones. I think that there is Ooh. no there is no one who plays a Tommy Lee Jones role that could come close, even even remotely close. I think that Will Smith and Tommy Lee Jones is probably Ooh. the apex casting for that movie, Men in Black, at that time. I think if you replace either actor with any other actor working at that time, I think it's it, it's a failure of a movie. I think that movie only functions because of that. And I think that their warp scores are off the charts. I think you No throw, Country I, for Old Men is is mm. is just really there is no one else who can play that role. Maybe you could try and go for like De Niro, but he's just he doesn't. He's, he's too, too city big. for that man. Yeah, I think I think if you throw Al Pacino in there. Just because there's a there's an energy that Al Pacino brings to his roles that's pretty unmatched. I I I only quibble with the fact that it's not energy; it's cocaine. Yeah, it's, <laughs> he brings, it's not a natural he brings, high. He brings a cocaine to a role that wouldn't <laughs> exist otherwise. It's a jittery, spastic, haven't slept in three days sort of vibe. So you're saying cocaine's got a pretty high warp? I'm saying of all the drugs, cocaine probably. Is had the largest um, uh, repl- uh, wins over replacement. Uh, it's a, it's a white sure. man actor's drug. That's for sure. It's, there's a version of Coke for everybody. <laughs> All right. Well, I, I, I think that's a good note to end on. Oh, boy. You got cut off, Nick. I think, well, I mean, we're at, we're over an hour now on the pod, so we got to... Do you have to pay to, to make an episode longer? Do, do people no. come after you? Does the FEC... I, or the FCC come after you? No, or? definitely the SEC, the Southeastern I, Conference. They're pretty brutal. I've, I've I actually said that FEC was Federal Election Commission. I meant FCC. That's what I said. Federal <laughs> Communications Commission. I, uh, I still have to edit this and post it tonight, and I have to get to work tomorrow, so. Well, that's your fault. You shouldn't have gotten a job. It's that's true. Point. Yeah, they're not good. Yeah. Really, Should have torn your, your ACL like me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Nick, if you want to stay around for plugs, you're welcome to do that. Um, let's see. You can find us on <laughs> – what are we on? We're on Instagram and Twitter at meetme underscore middle. You can find us on Facebook. Just search for us. We're on most major leading podcast providers except for Spotify because they're a bunch of jerks. Um, that'll get us on there. That'll get us on there. You got to neg them into it. Uh, make sure you tune in for the FBR cast, which will probably be coming out tomorrow because there's UCL next week, right? This week? This, yeah, this upcoming, these next few days, there's UCL. So we got to pick those matches and talk about Time them. for Man City to lose again. That's right. Be ready. Be ready. Um, and uh, that's all I'm going to do today. Whoa. Go lazy. to our website for articles that I have written about soccer matches I've been to recently. I actually do have some coming out. And Hunter's gonna Hunter's gonna do a review of FIFA, is what he said. And other things. And other things that I was sent. That's right. You yes. Stuff that I should have so uploaded have last review, week. He's gonna have reviews on the FBR page, and he's gonna have a uh, FIFA review sometime in the future. Don't don't look for that FIFA one too soon. Are you reviewing 
the institution and worldwide organization or no. the video game? That, the video game. The video game, yeah. I don't want to get involved in those politics. No, no that's, that's going to be too much. That's going to be too I'm much. I'm going to get dragged in and next thing I know I'm getting heavy hands. Actually, you know what? I'm definitely going to review them. Oh, you are? FIFA, if you're listening, I do take He's checks. coming for you. No, 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 no. <laughs> oh, I get I it. I take checks. I get it. I take PayPal, whatever your Cash cup of app. tea is. I'll put Just you a trans- good name out there. Transfer the Bitcoin and it's untraceable, right? I don't know if that's worth it. I'm pretty sure it's traceable now. I'm pretty sure that's not how it works. Well, it's still not regulated, so it's still somewhat No, Bitcoin was like what people used to just like buy drugs online with. Yeah. Was, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Now it's All worth right. something. Well, uh, thanks for listening. Be sure to tune in next time. Nick, thanks is. for joining us. Nick, thanks for joining us. You're very welcome. Uh, yeah. Hopefully next time we can have a podcast episode that's longer than uh, five minutes. Well, we've uh, been here we, an hour. Yeah, we've been here. We've been <laughs> well, here. I'm not, I'm not in charge of scheduling. You know, I don't, I don't make you guys sit there for 55 minutes in silence. Well, I forgot to call you on time, so that was probably my bad. Well, you know, I, I, I think I think what we did in that short period of time was, uh, was beautiful and valuable, and I wish you all a happy week and uh, a speedy recovery to you, Hunter. Uh, follow uh, Meet Me in the Middle um, on Twitter at D-R-I-L Drill. No, 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 no. We don't. We aren't doing that. Come on. Uh, <laughs> and there goes Nick, I think. All right. Well, thanks for listening. Well, Nick's gone. I hung up. Nick's, oh, boy. He's going to be mad. Well, he'll probably just try and call me back. He got those five minutes of fame. You seventeen minutes. Dang, we gotta go. Yeah, we gotta get out of here. I've gotta hobble home. He's gotta hobble home. We gotta talk about what we talked about. Okay, bye. See you later.